What up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Black Expat Podcast. My name is Carl, and I'm excited to be rocking with you guys for yet another episode. Thank you guys for rocking with me this morning. Uh, if you're where I'm from, Chicago, or if you're out in Austin, or wherever you are in the world, I hope you're enjoying a beautiful day or night with sun, good weather, all that stuff. Don't forget, uh, if you want to check out some of my previous episodes where I talk about traveling all over the world, uh, you know, back when the world was open, make sure you subscribe on Podbean. Uh, if you want some of the exclusive episodes, shout out to my patrons who receive one this weekend. Uh, become a patron just for one dollar or, you know, a million, whatever you want to contribute um, in the Podbean app to become a follower, you know, get some cool stuff and hear about some cool things as well. Um, a lot on the docket today. I'm going to end the show with some fun facts uh, going back to my previous podcasting days. So make sure you guys tune in or fast forward. You know, it's the last two, three minutes. I'll go over what those are. But so I, I kind of want to talk about something, right? So, you know, before I talked about, you know, you are who you are, right? I really believe that, you know, who are, whoever you are, your personality in some situations or some circumstances, that's who you are in most circumstances, right? I do believe people can change etc 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 but you know the podcast is called what do you crave right what you crave and i really want to want you guys think about this like what do you crave now meaning what do you want to do or what do you wish that you could do or what are you hoping to do uh and i want you to think about what that answer is so like take 10 seconds and think about what that is for you like for me right now i crave travel right i crave experiences i crave meeting new people right and I've, the thing is, I've always craved those things. I love going out. I love meeting new people. I love traveling. I love hanging out with friends. I love hanging out with family because when I hang out with family and friends, somehow I'm always meeting new people, always having different experiences, right? I don't like to be in one place for too long. But if I am in a place for too long, um, I like to be in a place that's not fun- comfortable or familiar to me, right? Even Taiwan, it was comfortable and familiar at a point. But it still wasn't home, right? There were still many things I had to overcome every day and still things that I would learn and have to experience and have to deal with in a different way, right? But that's just me. That's just weird me. And even if I was, like, even when I was in Taiwan, if I was in the same city for a month, it was because I was either saving for something for a bigger experience or I had a lot going on in that place, right? Um, whereas at home, I always felt restricted. So what do you crave? You've had time to think about it. Like, what are you craving at this moment? What type of experience? What type of, you know, lifestyle change? What is it? Now, take a few steps back, and are you craving it because of what has been taken away from us, you know, over the past two years with the coronavirus? Ah, right? So I want to think, I want you to think about it, then versus now, because there are a bunch of positive and negatives to what I just said, right? So I'm going to frame it from my own expat's perspective, but I really want you to think about it. So before, you know, before coronavirus, I was craving similar things. Right. I always craved that. However, what I was focused on was, you know, was growing my business um, and it was still centered around meeting new people, going to new places. But I was growing my own business. Right. But what I craved deep down and what made my business great, that being podcast and owning a bar, was the ability to meet a bunch of new people, to travel the world. And I felt like I was bringing the world to me because not only were black expats, were black expats living in Taiwan and from all over the world coming into the bar, people from all over the world were coming into the bar. So I wasn't able to go out and do that, but it was coming to me. Now, is your then versus now what you crave the same? Right? And why am I asking this, right? Is your then versus now what you crave the same? And it's really really important because for some people, um the pandemic gave us things that we needed, 
that we didn't prioritize before. And I'm not saying I didn't prioritize what I'm going to explain, but it gave me what I needed, right? I craved all these things, but I needed to be around family, right? I needed to have that reconnection to home, right? I, I, I was so far removed from that experience and I left, you know, I, I left to go back to Taiwan initially because of a traumatic experience. I got into a car accident, almost died. Middle of the night, driving back, somebody decided to make a U-turn on the expressway. In the middle of the expressway, hit him, and he drove the opposite direction on the expressway again. Could have killed. It was a truck coming, too. Could have got hit by that truck. Could have killed a bunch of people off the exit ramp, right? Turned, he went home, went to sleep. Police found him. He was sleeping. Like, oh, yeah. Of course, he was on some kind of drugs. Normal, normal teenager, though. Normal guy. I don't know what he was doing out at 2 a.m. But, like, I left because of a traumatic experience. Right. And I went off the broad, but I needed to come home. So for coronavirus for me, it, it let me prioritize the things a little bit differently. I was like, yes, I need these experiences, but I also need family. I also need close friends. Right. Being abroad, going through what I went through, regard aside, I needed to have this reconnection. I feel like it was important for me. Right. So again, then versus now, what have you prioritized as a result of what you wanted before compared to what you're craving now? Right. So it's not just, oh man, this was taken away from me. So also, so now I'm craving this experience. I need this. But because something was taken away from you, what did you then begin to prioritize more? What were you able to prioritize more? Now, for some people like myself, it is the same. But because I'm still craving the same thing, does not mean, right, that I haven't realized, I haven't been able to prioritize some things that are really, really important to me as well. Since 1998, Stamps.com has been an indispensable tool for nearly 1 million businesses. Stamps.com brings the services of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS shipping right to your computer. Whether you're an office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. All you need is a computer and a standard printer. No special supplies or equipment. Within minutes, you're up and running, printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. And you'll get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. No traffic, no lines. Cut the confusion out of shipping. With Stamps.com's new Rate Advisor tool, you can compare shipping rates and timelines to easily find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk. And with my promo code, P-O-D, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments, no contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type P-O-D. That's Stamps.com, promo code P-O-D. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. To me as well. Again, the then versus now of this is just really, really fascinating. One of the things that I heard, I was in a meeting last week, and I, and I was like, and someone was like, man, like I, I never thought I heard someone say this. I almost say never, but like it was just surprising to me to hear this. I miss being in the office, and I miss us all being in the office. And the way she described it. I know I personally would not have liked that. <laughs> like, I know I wouldn't. It was like, oh yeah, we're all on top of each other and like we could just talk to each other so quickly. I need my personal space. I don't, I don't like that. I like I like to have my own office, have my own desk kind of secluded and being able to go into you know a space where we could all share briefly and then go back. But the way she described it, I was like, oh, I don't like that. But she was like, yeah, like I just miss, I miss that social interaction that I would get you know on a daily basis at work. 
And I was like, oh, okay. She's like, yeah, I just miss us being together and laughing and joking and being around each other. And I was like, you know what? That kind of does make sense. Because again, I, like, I want to keep everything in perspective. So when I talk about things like, hey, don't just confine yourself to working from home and being at home. Am I really saying, or is it resonating for you, meaning I need to give myself that social interaction, right? Because think about it. If you go to Starbucks, if you're sitting outside on your porch, you know, if your kids are going to school, your husband's going, wife, girlfriend, whatever, they're out of the house, where are you getting that social engagement? And don't say social media. <laughs> like, I hope that's not your only form of social engagement for eight hours a day when you're working from home. It can't be. Because we all know social media ain't real. People could be whoever they want to be. They can say whatever they want to say. And if you're like me, you don't choose to engage with people who want to lie on you and say things. That's me. I don't do that. Uh, you're like, you know what? Proof is in the pudding. If you want to believe that, that's on you. Like, if you don't want to do that, then you need some substance. Right? Right? Again, are you getting that fixed? Because before, remember, people couldn't go clubs, bars, all that was shut down. You were just at home. And you were getting that engagement from your kids. Or your family. If you don't have kids like me, you were, you were getting it from, shoot, whoever you was with at the time. <laughs> right? Right? So, like, that is important. So, like, again, am I saying it from the perspective of, you know, a, a huge part of your experience, right? The work experience, the work culture, being in an office. Yeah, for a lot of people, it sucked. I liked it. I didn't mind it. I won't say I liked it. I didn't mind it. Because it did give me a level of interaction that I needed. I did learn new things. I did experience different things. It gave me something else to talk about. Like, like one of the things that is really important for relationships is not talking about yourselves all the time. Because that, that gets boring and dry, right? It's cool to come home and, hey, what, how was work? And then have a story to tell. Man, I was at work and, you know, this person did this and this person did that. And, oh, I'm, I'm hanging out with them later this week. You know, it's like you complain about them, then you hang out with them. And then, you know, you can bring a significant other. But if you just come home and all you want to talk about is y'all, somebody going to get worn out. Like, oh, yeah, what'd you do? Oh, you know, I was just, you know, just looking at my computer. Oh, okay. Well, what'd you do? Yeah. You know, like, think about it. That's a weird conversation to have, right? And you're around them all the time. So, so when I say things like, you know, just because you work remote, and I don't even want to say work from home, you work remotely, your remote environment matters. So now that people are starting to get vaccinated, I'm really looking into, and I want to, co-working spaces. Co-working spaces can be, so, like, this is a great opportunity to create highly, high-level, amazing co-working spaces. Have to be vaccinated. You know, this is important for a lot of people. It's not just about, I'm not saying, you know, if you're not vaccinated, I'm judging. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying that. And if everybody wants to feel a certain way, you can have an unvaccinated co-working space and a vaccinated co-working space. No need to mix and mingle. Everybody should have a choice. But man, this would be a great opportunity for things like that. Because again, you can get that level of interaction. But imagine, imagine, just think about, think about this. Think about the connection opportunities that you can make, the networking opportunities you can make. If designed correctly, it would be amazing, Right? So companies should just partner up and just make a bunch of dope-ass co-working spaces. Again, because you you get that same experience, right? I'm, we're all connected via social media and, and technology. But then you also get that, that extra, uh, I get to connect with different people. I get to meet different people. I get to network. And some people are going to hate it. Like, nah, I don't want to be distracted. I, I need to be focused on my job. Okay, cool. That's you. But for those of us who you know have aspirations of doing things differently or maybe switching careers and maybe getting ideas from other people to kind of bring into your company, this is a great idea. I would love that. It's a it's another way to network. And so when I ask things like what you crave, she's like, man, like I'm craving 
she spoke to, she was craving the office experience. And I was like, that's that's weird. But she was like, you know, I've 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 adapted to being remote. But at the same time, like there are certain things that I miss, certain things that I crave about my daily life and my daily experience. There's only so many ways I can entertain myself while working. Like think about it. I'm at home and my video game, my PS4 is right over there. As much as I want to just, you know, take a 10 minute break and shoot up some stuff, like I can't because I'm going to get into it. 10 minutes going to turn into 10 hours and then boom, I ain't did nothing all day. Then I got to stay up late working on my job. Nobody wants to do that. I mean, I haven't even picked up my PlayStation between my eight hour shifts yet. I need to, you know, because you get a one hour lunch still. You get, you know, two 15 minute break time still. But do you really utilize them? Right. You'd be like, oh, well, I can't. I can just keep going because I've been I've been eating snacks the whole time. Not, Shit, that's what I did at work. After teaching the class, I went and I started eating snacks. Like, the hell? I ain't finna be hungry just because technically I'm not on break. No, forget that. I'm eating. But the last thing I want to say is like, you know, as an expat, um, one of the things that I craved, and I talked about it, you know, was experiences. Like, I craved that. I really, really craved more, you know, experiences. But some people who are going to their jobs every day, being in the office, they crave being more socially distant. Like, man, I'm so tired of talking to Karen ass. Every time I see her, she got something negative to say. Oh, he always, or Billy always walking up here looking at my desk, being nosy. Some people crave that socially distant atmosphere. Some people thrived in it. They thrived in the office. Why? Sharing, caring, always bringing people snacks, gifts, the interaction, right? Work for some people was a place, a way to hide from their significant others, to be a different version of themselves. To, to walk, they walked out of home feeling better about being in the office because what they were dealing with back at home wasn't good. So, whew, man, break, break from kids, break from my husband, girlfriend, family, whatever. Work was a break for a lot of people. So, again, it's, I'm encouraging myself and I'm talking about it because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very reflective. I've been this big, yeah, you know, use work from home to your advantage and go to all these different places, do all these different things. But that's all I have to also think about, like how working from home or working remotely has changed us, right? And that starts by thinking about what are you craving right now? What are you desiring and why? Is it the same as it's always been? I mean, I can't wait to go to Jamaica. I can't wait to go to an all-inclusive. Or is it like, man, I can't wait to develop a way to entertain myself during these eight hours a day because <laughs> i've always wanted to travel always that's never going to change for me but like now what am i craving for me i'm cool with it because i like having a certain part of my day carved out for one specific task but also like i make sure to get out you know just to go for a walk even if it's just to the mailbox i sit on the patio sometimes and when i get stumped with something I'm fortunate enough to have these things. When it gets cold outside, God, like that's that will be the game changer. Because one, you ain't got to go out into the cold. But two, get trapped in the house. Heat bills gonna be sky high. Get y'all some blankets and some footies, y'all. Save on them heat bills. All right, I want to end the podcast as promised with some fun facts. Did you guys know that beer is the third most consumed beverage in the world? Guess after what? Guess two things: water. Yeah, that makes sense. And tea which also makes sense because it has water in it. I thought that was fascinating. You guys know I used to have a beer podcast, so I used to highlight and talk about beer. I'm going to get back into it, but I'm also going to hit you guys with travel facts and not just beer, but travel facts every week. Uh, another thing about beer, did you know that Budweiser is a leading brand worldwide? <laughs> okay, I'm not sponsored by Budweiser, so I can say this. I do have their stock, though. Man, I don't even like Budweiser like that. And then second place is Heineken, which I definitely don't like. I just don't like Heineken. It's not good. It's not a good beer to me. 
Maybe on draft. Nah, it ain't. It ain't. It, it just ain't. And third place is Bud Light. Ain't that Bud wise a little? That's hilarious. And then, you know, top five includes Stella, which I love Stella, and Corona. Corona makes sense because Snoop Dogg be on all them commercials. And then um, the most common type of beer is a lager. Now, if you know beers, you know why that's weird to me. Lagers have a very distinct taste, and they're a little, to me, they're a little heavy, right? Like, I'm a, I'm a L guy. I'm a pale L guy, right? Pale L Pilsner guy. But, man, lagers are so, some, they feel heavy to me. And they smell bad. But it's consumed, it's 80% of beer consumption. 80% lagers. Crazy, right? That is crazy. Oh, and the top five countries that produce beer, guess what they are? All right, take two seconds and guess. Cool, now I'm going to get into it. It's China, United States, Germany. Makes sense. Top three makes sense. Then the bottom two are Russia and Brazil. Russia kind of makes sense and it don't. First, it's cold as hell in Russia. <laughs> like, it's cold as hell there. Um, but yeah. Anyway, I want to hit you guys with some of those facts. Uh, again, I want to keep them fun, uh, lighthearted, all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, I just want to touch base with you guys and hit you guys with those facts. Hope you enjoyed them. Um, my name is Carl the black expat hope you guys enjoyed the show today uh don't forget you know to dive into what you crave too figure out what it is and why and try to find new ways of doing it and i may open a co-working space god willing y'all know what time it is i'm carl the black expat we out here.